1: Less than one week away from Celtics preseason basketball. Sean, how does that sound? The Cosby Street Podcast. Joseph Pabone here. Alongside Sean Dutra as a two-man crew once again. Oh. Joel, uh, still under the weather. So we're going to do this one more no time, time, Sean. We're going to do this one more time, Sean. How are you, how are you feeling? Are you feeling any uh, any bit concerned, you know, over the past few days after we spoke? Are, are you still so high on this Celtics team? I are said- you still... You're, still, you're still pumped said. about the 2021 Celtics? All right, I'm making sure, <laughs> just making sure. Just <laughs> making sure I didn't plant any said. seeds there. I guess I did it. I guess I, I didn't plant any seeds of, of concern. My bad. No, I
0: mean, I, I think. Uh, I, so, I'm still feeling good about this team. I will, I will put it that way. We'll get into why in a little bit.
1: All right, well. To, to, to help people like you who are so high on this 2021 Celtics team, uh, you have this to, to look forward to, right? You got Robert Williams talking about he's going to make a leap. Okay. He's not saying that I'm looking to or I hope to. No, he's saying, no, this is it. This is the year. I'm, I'm ready to do it. So this is obviously a good sign. We'll, we'll get into that. And also, Sean, you get to look ahead this time. All right. We got preseason basketball. So we are, uh, we got, we got two games two games to, to go through. Yeah, sure, it's preseason basketball, but I don't know, man. I get the feeling these two games are going to have that feel to it when you, when you think about uh, how quickly the regular season is going to start.
0: And I got a bone to pick, too. Remind, remind me to bring that up at the end. I got a bone to pick,
1: bro. All right, let me write that down. Bone to pick, all right. remind me. Bone to, to pick, yes. All right. I, I hope that gets you to remembering what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's all you need. All right, let's start off with this, though. Brad Stevens is unsure if his sharpshooter – Uh, that the Celtics took in the first round, Aaron Neesmith, will even crack his rotation. How concerned are you? Uh,
0: How concerned am I Zero
1: concern, let me guess. None.
0: Neesmith? None. Well, I just don't... Where is that coming from? Like, what... Is it because of the lack of of training camp?
1: Yeah. Well, no, not lack of training camp, but it it sounds like Brad Stevens is, you know, at least at, at this point, has seen enough that he's not willing to say that he's a, a, a shoe in for, for his rotation. Now, look, personally, I think Brad's just sort of playing a little tough luck here. I mean, tough love here. You know, that, that's that's typically what he does with his rookies. You know, don't get them too high. You know, don't get them – don't keep them too low. You know, keep them working. But if I had to guess, uh when you look at the quotes from Brad Stevens talking about how impressed he is with his offense, I'm thinking it has a lot more to do with how he does things on the defensive side of things. Could
0: be. Could be. That was one of the things that I think – uh Um, wasn't really talked about when we drafted him. We drafted him as such as a shooter, but uh, you know, Brad, Brad's not going to put anyone out there. He's going to put a defensive liability on the floor. So yeah, maybe that's where it's coming from. Now we're gonna we're we're gonna see a lot of Neesmith in the preseason, though. So I'm gonna hold my judgment until I see him on the court because you know, like we okay. So let me rewind.
1: No, because, I got you. We, we we don't have the summer league like we did, you know, past exactly. years. We don't have that sample size to, to go off of. I got you.
0: exactly, and and I think it's going to be hard for any rookie that isn't a top, you know, a, a, a top pick on a shitty team to really get integrated into the offense this year. I think you're going to see that because you're right. Summer league, training camp, like teams literally just left the bubble. Freaking two months ago, they know their yeah. team. Right?
1: This dude was just drafted like like two weeks ago. Yeah, I got yeah, you
0: <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I'm not going to be concerned about it. Um, but I'm gonna, I, I'm, I'm not going to be concerned about it because it's just there's it's be unrealistic to have an expectation that you draft it again in the middle of the first round. He's going to jump in and and play meaningful minutes right away. Huh, I don't think so. I think people drew that comparison because of Hayward, but uh, Hayward leaving, but I. I think you're gonna. People forget about Grant Williams of the world that can you know play a little wing if you need to. Um, You know you're gonna Tatum and Brown are gonna play like 35 plus minutes a night. You know that's where we're getting our wing production from. So uh, yeah, yeah, that that sounds about right.
1: Yeah, no question. I I don't. I'm not looking too into not looking too deep into it because you know all the points that you just said and. Brad Stevens again he's going to send that message out he's not going to say this guy's a shoe in for a a spot in his rotation just like that when he hasn't even played an NBA game yet so he's going to hold judgment but also I just think the reason why other people may be a bit concerned thinking like wow this guy has to be uh, a part of of Brad Stevens' rotation is because of uh, how thin this bench is, and just specifically on offense. I mean, that, there's a reason why Brad Stevens and the Celtics went out and grabbed the best shooter in, the, in, in this class, in this draft class, because that's what they yeah. need. You know, you yeah. can't plug in Shemmy Ojule and expect him to start dropping, you know, threes or at least at a consistent level. Grant Williams oh, no. will give you a little bit, a, a little bit more. I think Grant's going to make a, a significant leap, but then outside of that, you know, uh, it, it gets really thin. It's it's more. It's more predicated on how they defend, right? Like, those guys, when, when you see Shemi Ojale checking in, it's like, okay, they're going to lock down. This, te- this team is giving up too many points. Yeah. You yeah. know, when you see Grant Williams, same sort of thing, right? But when the Celtics really need buckets coming from that second unit, I mean, outside of Marcus Smart, let's say if he's not a starter this year, I mean, who else do you have to turn to? Who else does Brad Stevens have to turn to from the, from the wing positions?
0: From the wing position, I mean... I, uh, we can go over the roster, but does like, <laughs> what do you want to talk about Javante Green well, real see, quick?
1: That, like, that's what like, I'm saying, though, Sean. Yeah. No, no, one even jumps out of you. thinking, like, oh man, we got, we got, we got. Wait, hold on, no, wait, no, we don't have anybody. You know, it's one of those things so, where you start well, thinking okay. about it, and you're like, well, you
0: go from, you uh, go from last year, you go from last year from an overload of wings to this year. You're probably more positioned, you know. With the rest of the league, when it comes to wings, you know what I mean. Like you got you got a little young P.J. Tucker and Grant Williams, which I think I would like to see him turn into that type of guy this year. I
1: so, want more Draymond uh, personally, but that's just
0: sure whatever. Undersized big man that can shoot threes, right? Like they're, yeah. they're both the same people. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Grant's that, a little that, less that like, makes less that makes than Draymond important. though. So that's why I go P.J. But I don't give a shit. I mean, it's the same thing, but. I think you're going to find production from other places. I mean, you want to talk about depth? I mean, look at our front court depth. That's huge, right? You have more front court depth than you've had in years. And backcourt depth. I mean, you lose Wanamaker, but you gain a veteran in Teague. Uh, and Teague will come off the bench and I think be able to score for you. You know, I'm high on Teague. Maybe you know more high than anybody than I should be. But I think he's gonna. He can. He can. He can score. 10 to 12 points off your bench. Uh, I still think he can do that. And if he does that, if he does that compared to last year's bench, he's the best bench player we had on the team, you know? So, uh, yeah, they don't have it in wings, but, you know, well I think, I think it'll, uh, we shall see if it forces their hand on Naismith, right? And secondly, if they can't trust Naismith they have a trade uh, exception that they can go out and get, Wing. So let's see what happens. Oh, I think
1: they, they better address that wing position with with that exception. At some point, they need to address. Yeah. They need to bring in a wing from that trade exception. At some point, I'm, I'm with you I on agree. that for sure. I agree wholeheartedly on that. All right. Well, let's uh, let's transition into into Robin Williams because you talk about the Celtics front court. Bobby. Talk about all this depth. Um, I'm big on Daniel Tice. You know, I, I, I love Daniel Tice, and, and I think he could even get a little better this year, a little bit, not a whole lot, but maybe. Maybe put it this way. He'll be more under a microscope this year, right, compared to other years. So I think people will start noticing more because they're sort of uh, keeping close tabs on him. But when he comes out, you know, I like Grant Williams coming in. But after that, I don't know. You know, Robert Williams is saying that he's ready to make that leap. They're saying he's being very vocal in practice. Uh, he talked to the media for the first time, I know, uh, uh, earlier this week. and one thing that's definitely stood out to me was the fact that he was talking about what Aaron Baines and Al Horford meant to him the first year he joined the Celtics or his rookie year, uh, and, and how he was taking notes, mental notes and, and just, uh, the the model of how to condone yourself as an NBA professional. He said that he took a lot, of, uh, from those guys and that those two guys don't even know how much he really, uh, how much of an influence they had on him. Uh, how much weight are you holding on, 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 on what, on what Robert Williams is saying?
0: I- I mean, I think he's more mature now. It sounds like he's more mature, which is good. Uh, I mean, he was drafted as a really immature guy, obviously missing those meetings and, you know, not knowing how to be a professional. So that's great. That's all great. And we've always known he's
1: had the… After you're drafted, yeah, those kind of things.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) The
1: night that changed your life, yeah.
0: Yeah, you just fucking don't show up the next day, like that. I don't know, I don't know about
1: that. I don't even think Gucci so, would pull that off. I don't know, Gucci. No, I, I think wouldn't pull that off. You'd bro, find a I way was... to get on that flight, no matter how late you were out the night before. If find I pulled the a bender, bro,
0: that, I would have been on that fucking flight.
1: Which would know, be I, the I, bender I, of all benders, though. So yeah, I, I'll, I'll give I'll give Williams that. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure Buffalo Wild Wings was really lit that night. Ah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, the good old days.
1: We go to a bar and get fucked up. Oh uh, man, tell me about it.
0: All right.
1: Well, uh, this we just start telling stories now. We just completely. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah that time, that
1: time we went to went to players, bro. <laughs> yo, yo. Speaking of players, I, I saw uh, what was it? A, a Facebook advertisement. They're, they're doing they're doing something big this weekend. I think this is like the last weekend they can actually have people in, and, and it cracked me up when they were like, "Everyone, please, no more than ten people per party." I'm like, Jesus.
0: Oh yeah, parties. <laughs> players <is> get <getting> lit. <laughs> Players uh, get yo, I, I just
1: uh, No one else is doing that. No other restaurant no is doing it. Players is. Yeah. yeah.
0: Players is like, yo, we're just gonna do what we can. Fuck it. Let's all get COVID at the same time. No, go like, to players. Support your local businesses.
1: It's like that meme. People. It's like that meme. No other local bar, no other local bar, players. <laughs> That's
0: what yo, players is a legend on the South Shore. All you people from the South Shore, if you guys know players, Man, that used to be my stomping grounds. Rockham, Massachusetts, baby. That shit cracked
1: um, me up, man, because it's like it's like they're, they're they're putting ads up as if they're in the smack middle of like Copley or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, come out to Rockland and get COVID while you enjoy a meal. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: the meals are great now. They've got the food is delicious there. Nah, so, I
1: never yeah. hey, no complaints on this side, man. I always love the food.
0: Hey, you know what? You wear your mask when you're not at the table, you're gonna be alright. No 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 more than ten people, you
1: know? There
0: you go. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right. Maturity. I'll, uh, you can fake maturity and you know what even if he's mature if he's grown three years two years older right now so he should be more mature i think we've always seen his athletic ability his athletic ability has been there you've seen you've seen flashes when he's the best player on the floor for a 10 15 minute stretch hands down, both ends of the floor uh then the biggest the biggest issue with Robert williams has always been his the fact that he still gets lost in defensive assignments, yes. time in and time out, and his, his, his athleticism, uh, his, his coverages, man. Not, yes. Yep, his athleticism is not as good as it was comparatively to other players in college. You can't make up that gap, right? So, does he figure out the defensive assignments? That's all, that's all we need to see because we've seen the other things he can do, and if he can do that without being a liability on
1: the defensive end, then you then yes, he'll make the leap. That's, that's the question yeah I mean can he do it? I I think it I think it's possible health is always a concern right I mean someone like someone like Robert you know seven footer always having issues or at least it seems that way out of the gate it's it's a legit concern moving forward so you you have that in the back of your mind but also I like the idea of him and grant you know I like what I saw in the postseason it's just a matter of can he stay on the floor now the, the only way to get better on the defensive end and coverages because that's what drove me crazy was his footwork. I always felt like he was like a step or two too late or he was, you know, jumping for every single up fake you, you presented to him. So I think he, he certainly has improved in, in that aspect. And I saw that in the bubble for sure, but I, I like the idea of him and Grant just anchoring that second unit and, and heck, maybe Grant. Maybe Grant becomes a starter. Maybe he's able to evolve enough that he's, you know, Brad Stevens feel comfortable enough to to have him come off the bench and and, and start Grant and, and and have Robert, you know, sort of anchor that front court. Maybe that's the end of the season. You know, that's what happens ultimately. You know, between him and Tristan Thompson. But I, I just think right now with Thompson uh, a little hurt, he's going to get those reps in. I mean, obviously it's not a whole lot of reps. I wish it was more than two games before the regular season, but that's all you get. But I, I think he has the skill set. I, I, I'm not questioning that. I, I just think it's all about the reps. And barring any injuries, I could see him make a make a leap. But between Tristan Thompson and and Daniel Tice, I mean, realistically, how where how do you divvy up these minutes? Grant Williams, you know what I mean? It, it gets tricky. But. I, I can't help but 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 think about what Brad Stevens said about potentially putting Daniel Tice at the four. So then like I don't know, man. That that really that blew my mind a bit. It maybe doesn't happen. Maybe he was just saying that. And you know, obviously they're going to tweak and experiment as much as possible right now. But if you put Tice at the four, I can't help but think you may be opening that fifth position for someone like uh, for someone like Robert Williams because you're going to need a little bit of size there up front. You know, between uh, between Tice and and, and Grant and, and Robert.
0: Yeah, I don't know how I like. Tice at the four. But, hey, I don't know. You could go extremely
1: big. I mean, I mean if this team starts playing more half-court set because of, you know, without without Kemba Walker, that could ultimately happen. Or without Gordon Hayward, these two guys used to really push the ball in transition. And, and I think uh, w- without them, the offense slows down a bit. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, I mean, is that how they have to play? With the way that the, the roster's set up, I mean, they may have to play more big than what they, they are accustomed to. Right. Like, we're not going to see a, a lineup that has
1: no bigs in it, mm-hmm. right? We're going to see... I or mean, that, or the that time of, that, that time he put Tatum at the five, you know? <laughs> I don't know if we're going to e- see exactly. that. Exactly.
0: Right? Yeah, or the, the days of what was... Yeah, when, when um, the lineup was Kemba Smart, Jalen, Tatum, and Hayward, oh, right? Oh, best, best like, five.
1: Best five lineup, yeah.
0: The best five. That's gone. That's yeah. gone. So, we, you know, we're going to have a big lineup, which I think is a good thing. I think you get speedy guards. I think you get solid bigs, and you have talented wings. We're more, I think... Uh, a little more well well rounded this year, if they stay healthy, I think they're a little more well rounded uh, position wise, and it sort of takes away. And, and hey, you know, if we're talking about position positionless basketball, goes the other way too. I mean, maybe that's why Tice is in the four because it is positionless basketball, and, yeah. and you know, positionless basketball doesn't just mean you're going to have wings all over the place. It means you can have. Bigs, too. You know, play other positions that they're not accustomed to. So it will be very interesting, but I would expect, I would expect, fully expect, that they're only going to start with one big to start the season. But I think as we go into the season, they're they're, going
1: to have to bring in more bigs. I just wonder wonder if Brad Stevens is is looking at it realistically and thinking there's – Almost no way this team's gonna be able to score 120, or excuse me, 113, 112, 113 points a night the way they did last year. So maybe we're better off slowing things down, and you know, obviously gearing to be an, a, a another defensive juggernaut team that doesn't run the scoreboard because we just don't have the guys to put up those points. Yeah. At least not right now. You know, not right. out of the gate without Kemba. You know, not until Kemba comes back. Yeah, right. I think you're right.
0: I think you're right. And you know what? This is sort of like the Bill Belichick thing, right? So right when when everybody. He sets the he sets the league on fire with passing, and then all of a sudden, once all the other teams go that route, he switches up to a, a heavy running game. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It's sort of the same type of thing. The Navy, right?
1: the Navy style, whatever. Like exactly. college. Yeah how, yeah. how do
0: you set your how How do you set yourself apart to be a tough matchup if everyone's playing the same type of teams night in night out, and you know you went up against the Miami Heat team mm. that was. Very
1: solid and very hard to. And, and Toronto Raptors team very very similarly, right? Right.
0: They're not going to blow the doors off you, but they have a solid defensive scheme with really solid bigs that are there to slow you down. So I think it's going to be a different looking Celtics team
1: this year. All right, before that's we for,
0: that's for dang sure, sway.
1: <laughs> before we move on, uh, I got to mention this guy because I, I feel like it, people get don't even do it. Uh, people get upset if you don't mention him. And it's one of those things where it's like, well, the guy's not healthy anytime soon. But then then again, February isn't that far along. I'm talking about Romeo Langford. Uh, okay. Romeo. I put an article together talking about the same thing that we've just been talking about the last 15 minutes. You know, the the, the lack of depth at the wing positions and how, you know, the Southers are going to have to turn to Neesmith and yada, yada, yada. People are like, oh, you didn't even you didn't even bring up Romeo. How dare you put this article together <laughs> without talking about the infamous, the amazing Romeo Langford. I'm like, oh, come on. Oh, right. dare you, listen, listen, I like the kid. I think he has potential, but has he proven us enough that I have to squeeze him into this article? You know what I mean? Like, is he anywhere close to healthy? I mean, the guy can't even participate in basketball activities, but, oh, but in podcast form, Romeo Langford, does Romeo take on a, a meaningful role this year? And if so, how far does that help the Celtics second unit?
0: First off, don't act like you didn't actually forget about Romeo when you were writing that article. All right, <laughs> because you
1: fucking did. Everyone does. All right, I didn't and forget. Only- I, it was more of those. <laughs> it was more of a uh, put him on ice. I'll talk about you in a few more weeks. Like I don't need to talk about yeah. you
0: right now. No, like, so it on. makes sense, bro. Like we're talking about wings here with the depth of wings, like the lack of depth of wings. Someone who can actually a,
1: play right now, right?
0: Yeah, you got a wing that uh, obviously. Danny and Brad both like but can't stay freaking healthy. So, you know and then you now returning to the bubble and getting injured, what was it, like on the on the first game
1: he was out for the rest of the bubble? No, the first uh playoff game, yeah. First playoff game, yeah. Right, right when you right well, when you were excited to see him replace the uh Gordon Hayward minutes, boom, he exactly. goes. Exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's gone. So yeah, we right, need a yeah, wing on, on. like we need a fucking punch yep. in the face. I do think that Danny and Brad like him though, so I think what we're going to find is okay. Do they make? So I, I do think Romeo Langford does have a little bit of uh, a little bit of a a longer term effect on this team because if he can come back in February, because uh, they're saying February, right? Right. Right. Okay. He comes back in February. He looks good. Does or, or maybe maybe this is the this is the other way, right? If he if he can't come back by February and he's still pushed out, then it probably forces Danny's hand to act on that trade exception sooner than later, mm-hmm. right? Because there is the idea that he wants to wait for the offseason to use that trade exception, but maybe he has to use it at the deadline because maybe Romeo Langford isn't ready to go. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see how this uh, how his, his uh, rehab goes because, uh, unfortunately,
1: for depth, you're relying <laughs> on a second-year... Often injured wing player right. uh, to give you meaningful
0: minutes. So we'll see meaningful bench minutes at least. No,
1: I mean that's exactly what I would. That's exactly how I would like to see this thing pan out between uh, between Danny Ainge uh, using that trade exception to address the the wing positions and and Langford coming back. I, I mean, Celtics so could be in decent shape. Of course, we're talking about uh, somewhat. I don't know, eighty percent Kemba Walker in the fold. Maybe right. this team goes to the Eastern conference finals. I mean, that's, that's like best case scenario at this point, right? But in, in the meantime, no, yeah, right. I, I, I like, incorrect. I like the idea of that because I, I don't, I don't want to see Brad Stevens or, or Danny Ainge rather, uh, go into the offseason with, uh, use it or lose it mentality for that, for that traded, trade sure. player exception, man. Cause that, that TPE, you, you go into the trade deadline with that. Some teams may really be desperate. And, and trying to get rid of some guys, some guys that could really help you out, as opposed to waiting for the off season where they, where you're trying to, to, to make a deal and you you lost all your leverage.
0: Yep, I, I, uh, I agree. I'd love to see him use that TPE this season. Uh, and I, lo- I liked your article, bro, reading up on Heavy.com, kid.
1: <laughs> Thanks,
0: man. Aaron Gordon, I think that's, that's legit, bro, if they could pull that off. And, hey, I think Aaron Gordon's worth a future first-round pick. I mean, fuck, we got enough of them, right? Why the fuck not put another first-round pick I in mean, there for Aaron
1: Gordon? the Orlando Magic, I feel like in that – in that uh, around that time, you know, the trade deadline, they could be one of those teams that's just like, let's just let's, – let's go full tank and, and, and try to get a top-five pick in next year's draft. And they could be I, thinking, yo, we can't make that happen if we still have Aaron Gordon.
0: Yeah, man. And, I mean, Orlando, they got to get – like, how – how long are you going to try to hope to, seriously, to build around Vucevic? And it's Gordon?
1: been a, it's been a while. Pretty much it's Stevens' is, while, Stevens' tenure. You,
0: <laughs> yes, you've maxed out at the eight seed, maybe seventh seed, first round knockout. Yeah. Like you yeah, know, like seriously. that's what you got. So like, if you could get a future first, or maybe even a future first and a future second round pick for Aaron Gordon plus cap space to maybe bring in some guy that's better than Aaron Gordon in, in free agency. Um, you know, or, or pieces to right. whatever, right? You could go full Oklahoma City Thunder here. I mean, I really like the Cole Anthony draft pick that they have. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you could, you could go full Oklahoma City Thunder and just start trading off Vucevic, Aaron Gordon, Terrence Ross, and just say, Terrence Ross is still down there, I think, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs>
1: just trade him off. <laughs> oh, trade him
0: yeah. Also, uh, also another piece I wouldn't mind. I was gonna going to say, he Terrence could, Ross. he could be yeah. coming to Boston,
1: actually. He could be part of a, part of a deal down the road.
0: Yeah, man, so we'll see. I mean, that 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 Orlando team will be very interesting to watch to see if they get off to a slow start, do they have a fire sale and do they say, mm. Forget it, we need a number one pick. So let's let's tank, let's let's sell the assets, and let's let's see what we can build around, you know, Markel Fultz and the crew.
1: Your boy. All right, son. It's about yeah, that yo, time. I just slid that in there. Joel would have lost it. That one was for Joel. That one was for Joel. I just slid that, slid that little dab, and then slid a yeah. the little digger in there. Yeah, Joel would have, there's no way he would have let you slide with that. Yeah, absolutely. I had to fix yeah, something. That, that, that
0: was just like, that, that's like the thing that digs at Joel more than anything, is when I
1: try to hold on to a really big, like, <laughs> more than
0: anything, he hates that. So, you know.
1: All right, well, let's uh, let's get into your segment, man. It's the first time. Oh, we got less than one week. Basketball is back. Celtics basketball is back. Preseason, Sean. Who are they playing? And here he goes. Click it away.
0: I'll,
1: I'll, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't try to mute me. Get out of here. I know what you're doing on I that mean, side.
0: What are you talking about, man? You've been doing just, this long uh, enough. Celtics <laughs> schedule. Oh, all right. Yo, okay, so I'm going to put it this way. I'm going to put it this way. It's not the same when we're doing this in studio. And I don't know how my songs will come out me recording on an iPhone. So we're going to go with the preseason version. <laughs> it's and like, it's just like
1: when the, uh, when the garden doesn't do the, the player intros, you know, until the regular season. I got it. Exactly. Right. You got
0: to wait. So you can pull. I'm going to give you full authority to pull a song from the past. Go ahead and insert it right here.
1: Sean Dutras. When you look ahead. Yeah. You, All right. You have to give me the song, by the way. Let me know.
0: All uh, right. Uh, Celtics 76 is happening on the 15th, which is next Tuesday. Also, my brother's birthday. Little known fact. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, Beansy's birthday. Maybe we'll go to the game for his birthday, bro, you know? Uh, no, we won't, because there's no fence. Allowed. So. <laughs> The Celtics have a little tough preseason here. I think it'll be interesting to watch the first, see what type of teams they put out on the floor. By 76ers on Tuesday, and then followed up with the Nets on Friday. Um, that's your preseason, folks. Two games. <laughs> that's all you get.
1: Two right, games. Let's, let's dive deep into them, Sean. Come on, let's go. Let's go X's and O's. Let's do it.
0: Okay, here's the X's and O's. If this is this is the one thing that I want everyone to take away from the preseason, no, Matt. How good Carson Edwards looks! <laughs> he is not a vital part of this team. I'm going to say it right. I don't care if he scores 50 points against the Sixers. Don't be trying to insert him into meaningful minutes in the regular season.
1: Okay? Oh man, would well, you already said though, right? He, he said that that was the only issue last year. I, I just didn't get playing time. That was the problem. Oh, yeah,
0: right? that wow. was the only issue. Martin. I've
1: always been cooking. Was- I stay cooking. I stay ready. I'm just waiting for. I, I'm just waiting to, to to get my name called.
0: False. Beginning of the season, he got a chance. And he sucked.
1: A, he, he went high school. A chance? He got he got plenty of chance. Well, maybe maybe plenty is a strong word, but he got no, a handful of a chances. Run. He got a handful of chances. There,
0: there was that same spot. We needed to score off the bench. Brad gave him some minutes. And then at some point, he was just like, you know what? Well, Brad, Brad Wanamaker, you're getting all these minutes.
1: Like, right. That's what, well, that's what happens when you fucking... Break a record <laughs> in Cleveland. He scored eight three-pointers in five minutes. That's like the worst thing he could have done. Or maybe it was yeah. 10 minutes. Maybe it was 10. Still impressive, though. Yeah,
0: that was, that was, uh, a pre- he's, he, he will, I will predict he'll be a preseason, preseason all-star. In
1: two games. <laughs> a preseason legend.
0: A preseason legend. But yeah. you know what? You know who else was a preseason legend? Phil Pressey. Uh,
1: Pour one out for that my is- boy, Phil. So. There right.
0: you go. All right. There man. you go. But yeah, well, I, hey, I'm I'm stoked to have basketball back. I don't care if I'm watching Carson Edwards running around with his short shorts, pricking threes. That's it's it's cracking up. Basketball's that's your,
1: back, baby. That's your that's your take going into it. That, that's hilarious. Don't get excited but, about Carson Edwards.
0: Yes, and you know what? I will get excited for it's taco time, baby. It's been too long. It's been too long. Oh, man. And we're gonna see taco. This,
1: this is still gonna be a thing. Is this is gonna carry over. Jesus.
0: Oh hell yeah! It's gonna carry over. Yo, we need whatever we can get to get excited about it. you know what? People love themselves some taco time. Brad, (laughs) give us some taco time. That's what I want to see.
1: Let me ask you this. Is Philly a a better team than the Celtics right now?
0: Is Philly a better team than the Celtics right now? No, they're not. Uh, I I, I can't put this. So I'll put it this way. Is Philly a better team than they were last year? Than Philly was last year? Yes, they've improved. Because they've had to, they had to change the makeup of their team, and they did just that. And I think they're going to be a better team. I still don't see them as beating the Celtics, though. I still don't see them as a better uh, regular season team. And if we get the 76ers in the playoffs, I think you're going to see more of the same. Well, do you think, are going you think the,
1: they'll finish? You think they'll finish with a with with better record, or do you think that just even before the season, after the season, Celtics are just flat out better than the Sixers?
0: Uh, the 76ers could finish with a better preseason record than the Celtics.
1: <laughs> okay, not a that. preseason record.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I say no, they both go cool 500. I don't know. That's just
0: I, I, you know, there's a, there's a strong possibility they could be separated by one game. Yo,
1: any, team goes, any team that goes any team that goes 1,000 in the in the preseason, mode, forget it. They're, they're, they're taking the title, bro. It's a wrap. It yeah.
0: For real. <laughs> no, I, I know. I think overall length of the regular, regu- I'm saying regular season and-, and postseason matchup. Celtics will be having a better regular season than the Sixers, and if they meet them in the first round, second round, whatever, they're gonna beat the Sixers in the-, in the playoffs. I just don't see... Th- they got Doc Rivers, they got a better coach now, but, I mean, this isn't the Celtics-Doc Rivers as you saw, as you saw last year. Uh, but Doc always has this thing when he goes to the new team, he rejuvenates it, right? So, uh, he- that first year is always a pretty good year except for his first year with Boston that was that was a pretty bad year but i mean when he went to the clippers they had a really good year that year right um
1: yeah so man, those we'll are, see. are two very we'll different eras yeah of course
0: we'll see the doc, we'll see the doc impact we'll see <laughs>
1: No, I think I think it's uh it's it's significant, but I don't know if it, if it's a huge leap for this team. I, I mean, I, it's a different voice. It's something I think that they that they need. But I'm still in the camp that this this team doesn't win a championship with 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 Embiid and Simmons. I don't know. I, I've always I'm still standing my ground that they they eventually need to break these two up. But that's just me.
0: So so I mean, the thing is, is you get rid of. I think the, the biggest thing for me is they know. I think last year it was it was destined to fail
1: with Embiid and Simmons because you put. Josh Richardson, you you, well, you took away the Butler. shooters. Yeah, you took away. You, I mean, you took away and, and Jimmy Peller was the best player in the Eastern Conference in the bubble. Like, what what are we doing?
0: You know what I mean? Like, how, well, that's a dumb mistake. Um, but Seth Curry is a great great addition to that team. Uh, Danny Green's mediocre. Um, they
1: they <laughs> the most mediocre player of all most,
0: time, and I stick to that. Uh, <laughs> I'll never give up on that. Um, you know, you also. They may still be not as good as, I mean, they got a couple better shooters. I mean, Seth Curry is, I think, a very underrated player in
1: the NBA. And if you watched any Mavericks games last year, like I did. Oh, man. He can play, man. Yeah. He's a a microwave score. I'll I'll leave him on that. He's a microwave.
0: Yep. Yep. And so we'll we'll see. I mean, I, I, I still think they got, you know, they got the most overpaid player in the NBA and Tobias Harris on their team. Uh, you, you have to get, I mean, the, the 76ers, can Doc get the most out of... Get a, most out of Tobias Harris? And can Simmons and Embiid exist? Those are still open questions. But, hey, they are at least built more like a basketball team in, you know, 2020 versus 1976 like they were last year.
1: All right. My only Brooklyn question before we get up out of here is, uh, how long does Kyrie go without speaking to the media? Like, how long can he keep this up?
0: So, I was thinking about this the other day. It's funny you asked this. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I think, I think that there's a good chance that if things don't go well, that Kyrie could just, like, absolutely lose it this year. Like, this seems like the start.
1: Right. Of, like... Like, the beginning of, like, maybe he sits out or maybe just some sort of implosion that he... Uh, like, yeah, a, yeah. a
0: team suspension or something. Yeah. Like, they suspend him, or and then it's, like, this big thing about, like... It gets to the point where they're like, Tyra, you have to talk to the media. And He's like, No, I'm not. And they're like, We're suspending you until they talk to the media, and like all this stuff. Like, I think, I think shit's gonna hit the hit the fan. See, and I'm afraid,
1: and, and, I'm afraid he's gonna behind. He's gonna, he's gonna hide behind a uh, uh, some sort of loophole in the system. It's gonna say, Oh well, if I post these messages or whatever, this is me technically talking to the media. But it's like, Wait, no, no, wait a minute, no. no. We need you to feel uh, questions, man. Like that's the whole point. That's why. You know, I do what I do. You know, that's why we, you know, that's, that's the whole point. We want to be able to ask our own questions, and he, he doesn't want it.
0: Yep, and you know what happens? Uh, I think there's going to be major kickback, and that's not going to just be coming from Brooklyn. That's going to be coming from Adam
1: Silver, because if he starts a trend, and they start you, to. You lose have to. You have to media. crush. You to crush this immediately. Yeah, yeah. I'm you need
0: this. to. The, yeah. And and I think Kyrie's just the type of asshole that won't. <laughs> that won't.
1: <laughs> you know, he'll, change his mind. Right. Or, shit's right.
0: shit's going to get bad there. It's going to get bad if he continues to do
1: it. Not only that, but he's the type of guy that's going to like egg people on to do the same. You know.
0: He's like power in numbers, people. Right. Power in numbers. Yeah. You know. You know when I was when I was talking with my my tribe leader. <laughs> <laughs> He told me he told me about the wolf pack and how the wolf pack mentality is like. Kyrie, did you just watch The Hangover, bro? Did you, is, that, is, that, is that what you're getting
1: this from? Like, yo, you're not that poser smart, ass motherfucker. Bro. Like, you're not as smart as you think. Like, if you <laughs> literally, if you break down like his tirades, like it's literally him saying close to nothing. Like, close to nothing. There's a little no, not bit close to nothing. No, there's a little bit of here and there, but nothing. It's, it's nothing profound. He can, you can make things sound as profound as you want. And Kyrie is one guy who has shown me that it can last for on, you know, for, for weeks and weeks on end yep. with, with tirade after tirade. And you can get away with it because people will just be like, that sort of sounded profound, but you didn't say anything. Like that's Kyrie in a nutshell when he does this. Oh, the tirades. Do you know what it's like to transcribe over 800 words? Cause I do. That's after a Kyrie Irving scrum. After many Kyrie Irving. Yeah, scrums. man. I, I just had I had, had hit word count on this motherfucker. Be like, yo, how many words did this dude just make me type? The last forty minutes or whatever. How long it took me to finish so, it.
0: So sometimes when I'm like in a meeting and I just find myself talking too much, I sometimes think about Kyrie Irving, <laughs> and I'm just like, what am I? Wait, I like I'll catch myself and be like, what am I saying? And I was like. You can't stop now, bro. Find a point. Just talk until you find a fucking point because everyone else is wondering the same thing. <laughs> fucking catch yourself, bro. So, yeah, bro. Happens, happens. But, you know, when you're Kyrie Irving and you're a douchebag, people are going to call you out. So it is what
1: it is. I feel like also, though, like the, yeah. the, the, the way things are now where people, you know, you're not two feet away or inches away from his face. People are gonna yeah. people have some ballsy questions to throw. At him. Oh yeah! <laughs> so like <laughs> they're, they're not gonna have to see
0: him,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. From knows. their computer screen, from behind the computer screen, from the comfort of their home, they can ask anything they want and not have to worry about him like you know giving you the mean eye contact or, the, or whatever uh, it was that used to freaking scare the Celtics media. I feel like sometimes whenever Kyrie like raised his voice and like made it. Yeah. You know, I oh, Gave the glare. Right. Yeah. Oh, Mark. Yeah, Mur- Mark Murphy. Mark Murphy. Murphy gave Zero fucks, though. He was. Oh. He, he he wanted all the smoke. But some other some other people would just back down immediately. Like it's like, come on, man. Yeah, man. All right. Well, before we get up out of here, you, you you have a bone to pick, I guess, or something. You you mentioned this at the oh, top yeah. of the episode.
0: Oh, you betcha. You yeah yeah. Got a big old bone to pick.
1: What else is new? It better be good.
0: Nah. All right, man. Well. There's a state that ESPN does every year where they rank the players in the NBA from you know whatever to you know what is it one to what do they do 250
1: <laughs> yeah something like that but so, everyone well, talks they, everyone talks about the top the top 100
0: yeah all right whatever yeah top 100 okay did they not watch the playoffs last year do you <laughs> so, think ESPN was watching the playoffs?
1: Wait, so you you upset that, that what the Celtics had what what four players was it Tatum Brown Smart but but what about the leap that Marcus Smart made though I thought you would have loved that he was uh number eighty yeah, something sure. and, and now he's he, he's you know in the top forty he's at number uh, thirty eight yeah sure sounds good whatever my big I
0: don't care about <laughs> anything else
1: yeah I think I, I, list, I, I, I list, think it had nothing to something. do with Marcus Smart no
0: it has to do with my man Jason Tatum Jason Tatum proved last year he's a top ten player in the NBA.
1: No question. Top
0: top ten doesn't mean number eleven. How do you disrespect him and put him at number eleven? That that to me, that's a smack in the face to Jason Tatum right there. That that bulletin board material. It's a smack in the face and to look. at who's in front of him, you know who's in front of him.
1: Who who are you most pissed off about?
0: All right, I know number ten was Jokic.
1: Now, nah, man, I got no problem with that. What? I got a problem with that. What? Jokic is a beast. Are you kidding me? I'm surprised okay. he's not higher.
0: Alright. I mean, okay, so I get it. Now, I'm cool with I'm cool with Jokic being up there, but I mean, if you're gonna start a team, if you're gonna start a team and you're gonna say Uh You're gonna say you can pick one player, Jason Tatum or Jokic.
1: I know man That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. That's like yeah, I don't know, man. It's like it's like whoever picks the it, you you want to be the second one out of that because then you got the easy decision to make. It's like when you know Dallas picked Dirk, Celtics made it was easy for Celtics, you know, because at that point it's like we're either picking Dirk or we're getting Paul Pierce. So when they pick Dirk, you got Pierce. I just think Jokic can do a little bit of everything, man. I don't know if you can say the same thing about Tatum, you know, like in the sense of being a passer, big man, defender, all that, you know. Jokic is a beast, and he's he's also still getting better too. He's not done. All
0: right, so a couple things. First off. I'm having trouble I'm having trouble with the 10 versus 11 thing with with Jokic and Tatum. I have trouble there. Cuz if Jokic you could you could say Jokic is a top 10 player in the NBA, sure. But, you know, the Celtics, I don't know, man. That's a tough one, right? But also, okay, here's the biggest one that I have an issue with. I mean, Steph Curry. Everybody on this list who has an injury Always gets re- knocked down the, this list big time. Remember Klay Thompson last year?
1: Yeah, you were pissed.
0: Outside like the top 50 or whatever
1: because of yeah. his injury.
0: Steph Curry still sitting pretty in the top 10. Didn't play more than fucking, what, five games last year? And he's in the top 10? That's a tough one for me to swallow there. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. ESPN couldn't I can see figure being out a- outside the top five, but you got to put in the top ten. I mean, that's a, that's the a thing, man. These lists they, they don't they don't hold much weight because it's always it's always in the preseason, right before guys get back, and then you find out the real story, and it it never it never looks the same. It, like these things never predicted the way you know they're never as accurate as you think they are.
0: But I I also think that Kevin Durant being number six on this list too. That I mean, I agree that he's one of the top you know top five players in nba right but i mean he didn't play out last year either right like what are, what are we doing why are you why why do they always negatively Im- negatively rank certain players with injuries but then other players they're gonna they're gonna keep them in the top 10 you know what i mean
1: yeah that achilles Tatum, Tatum that clearly one too for durant
0: yeah man like <laughs> how do they know he's gonna be the sixth best player this year you know what I mean? Coming off an Achilles injury, coming off multiple runs to the NBA Finals, same with Steph Curry, ACL injury, coming off multiple runs to the NBA Finals. I mean, these guys aren't going to be in the top 10 forever. You know, their entire career, they're going to be in the fucking top 10. Meanwhile, you got Jimmy Butler and Jason Tatum, who just literally went toe-to-toe in the Eastern Conference Finals, brought their teams there. Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler but not being in the top 10 is a ridiculous thing, too. Because... He went to the NBA Finals. He was the best player, best player on the team in the NBA Finals. You know, I'm telling you, <laughs> he had man. that
1: legendary performance in the NBA Finals too.
0: He did. He's the only reason yeah. why that finals final series was actually a fucking series at that point. Uh, so, I mean, for me, my biggest thing is you can't you can't keep these guys in the top ten when there's clearly being a passing of the torch, and this is ESPN just. Sitting on their money makers and the, and the household names and keeping them in the top ten when clearly there's a shift out there. And let's get ahead of ESPN. Let's not be reactionary. Let's not fucking wait for Jason Tatum to be an MVP contender before you put him in the top ten this year, which he's clearly going to be. Let's not wait for you know. Let's not let's not wait for Kevin Durant to be you know seventy five percent of what we thought we was because coming back from an Achilles injury. And the same with Steph Curry. You're putting him again get above these good players. The only thing I like about this list is they put Luke at number four. You know which is deserved, but you know that, <laughs> I, I'll I'll rest there. I'll rest there.
1: Your boy. <laughs> I'm yes. telling you.
0: But Tatum's right there with Luca. Like for me, it's Tate Like this is a little bit on the. He, but this year, I think I think you're gonna have you're gonna have you're gonna have LeBron. You're gonna have Anthony Davis. You're gonna have uh, Kawhi, and then you're gonna have Luca and Tatum, and maybe maybe Dame with some MVP talk, but those are the players that are going to be an MVP, MVP, and Giannis, excuse me, Giannis too, but those are the players that are going to be in the MVP discussion, like, what are we talking about, no one's going to be talking, do you think Kevin Durant's winning an MVP this year, do you think Steph Curry has a chance to win an MVP this year, uh, the answer is yeah. hell no,
1: I mean, I'm not, not no. going to put my money on it, but, you know, that's an interesting point that you bring up, because if Jason Tatum does have an MB, MVP caliber season, then I think the Celtics will be in much better shape than, than, than I'm thinking about them right now
0: Well sir You're thinking know. as Jason Tatum As we'll a number see. 11 player You need to think of him As a top 10
1: player. I've been saying He's That's a top 10 guy Since before this <laughs> list man I was saying that When we did our Top 25 That we always do hey, Around the all star break know, That was around the you know, all star break too
0: You know Boy. me man I wanted to put him In the top 10 But I said I want to see it I want to see how this I want to see how it goes And then what did the you see now,
1: now, now look at you Now look at you Now, now you I'm saw, with it Now I'm with it I'm saying
0: If you wanted to be conservative last year, fine. But you can't be conservative with him not being a top-ten player this year. It's
1: a travesty, man. All right, all right, I'm with you. Fair enough, fair enough. Guys, let us know what you think, of course. Hit us up on Twitter, at Causeway Street, and on uh, Instagram, at Causeway Street, Facebook, all that good stuff. Uh, Check out Patreon if you haven't already. Patreon.com slash Causeway. That's Patreon.com slash Causeway. Uh, You know, the season's just around the corner, guys. So as a special gift to our... uh, Patrons, our Causeway Saints, we're giving away a, a free Celtics jersey, all right, authentic Celtics jersey, uh, just for just for you guys subscribing. So,
0: oh,
1: a little special, a little special treat for you guys. So check us out again if you haven't already uh, at Patreon.com/Causeway. Uh, your, your subscription automatically uh, enters you into the raffle to to win the to win the. the Brand new Celtics jersey. Get you looking right before the, the the regular season starts. It's up to you. It's up to you. Whoever wins, you you pick the player you want, and we'll get it. Is
0: it good? Do they get to pick the? Uh, we didn't even talk about this either. See, we missed In case you missed it, bro, the fucking jerseys, man. Those those uh, what oh, do they call those? The banner, the
1: banner editions. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking about that too. You know, if, if those are the ones that you know that people want. We can do that.
0: Yeah. Are you yay or nay on
1: those? I'm yay. I like them. Hmm. They threw okay. me off a little bit at first, and then it kind of grew on me the more I kept uh, yeah. seeing them.
0: When you do compare it to the banner, it looks cool. But if you don't know the banner, it looks like a shitty fucking jersey. That's the thing. But, you have to know the yeah. banner, yeah.
1: When you think yeah. about the banner, it's just like, okay. Because if you, when you look at other championship banners, there's just nothing like the Celtics banners, you know? It's, it's yeah. not, it's not uh, what do you call it?
0: A, but it's a Boston thing Then once you say It's yeah. supposed to be the banner and so many of them like, oh, So everyone just
1: right. You just automatically Yeah but I'm with you Yeah if you don't think Of the banners It's not that cool But yeah. once you think of them You automatically make That connection And it looks like uh, Okay you get it Yeah bro Alright we're up Out of here Sean Alright Joel feel better bro Joel feel better Uh We hope that you Be with us next week We'll see Let's, let's get ready For this
0: preseason baby
1: Let's do it. See y'all next week. We'll be back to break it down.
0: Thanks.